Well, today we are continuing with uh, the talks that we've been hearing lately about what are known as the precepts in Buddhism. Uh, these are guidelines that can be taken very formally or informally uh, and concern our behavior, um, our thoughts, our actions, our speech, and uh, they are suggestions uh, at the very least on how to behave so as to not cause suffering either for yourself or for other beings. Uh, we have heard about uh, not killing, not stealing, and avoiding sexual misconduct in the recent uh, talks, and today we're talking about not lying or in positive expression, you know, telling the truth. And uh, the, um, as I say, these are offered at the very least as suggestions on how to behave. Uh, so as not to cause suffering. Um, and the sort of suffering that is incurred um, depends on a number of factors. And one of them has to do with whether or not your, your action or your thought or your speech was premeditated. Um, so you're driving to... Uh, wedding reception, dinner perhaps, and you've overslept and you're going to be late, so you drive along thinking about, you know, how can I, how can I, <laughs> what can I say that will, you know, get me off the hook? So that would be an example of a premeditated lie. Um, or uh, another factor that determines the consequences uh, has to do with how much you, uh, get into the act itself um, uh, and um, this can take uh, various forms uh, as you lie you may um, boast you may exaggerate you may embellish uh, the lie uh, you uh, may really sort of get into it and enjoy it in a sense um, so all of these uh, have a factor on the severity of the consequences. Uh, another factor has to do with after the fact. Um, are you glad that you lied um, or do you regret it? Uh, maybe it was just some sort of spur of the moment thing and uh, you realize you shouldn't have said it and perhaps you uh, try and apologize or correct your misspeaking. Um, so all of these uh, have a bearing on um, the consequences uh, to your speaking um, falsely. And uh, there are lists of these and, and even uh, in classical texts and such as this one, Gems of Dharma, Jewels of Freedom, a classical handbook of Buddhism by a, um, a Tibetan teacher, uh, 
from decade, well, centuries ago, J. Gampopa. It's a translation of what is a classical work in Tibetan Buddhism. Anyway, he goes into a great detail. Um, when, uh, when we consider um, not lying as the suggested behavior and then in the positive statement of that uh, as telling the truth, one should realize that there are... Um, uh, while not lying or lying is not telling the truth, if you go from the opposite way, there are degrees of uh, uh, not um, telling the truth or, or versions not telling the truth other than just lying. And we've mentioned you know, boasting or exaggerating or taking pride uh, and uh, uh, using your accomplishments to uh, you know, seduce others or win them over. So uh, all of this you know, falls into a category of teachings called right speech, which the Buddha talked about in various uh, sutras. Um, the, uh, anyway, in Gampopa, so this is the uh, chapter on karma. Um, and so he um, says, and I read from the text, lying is of three types, lies that are one's undoing, big lies, and trivial lies. Uh, the first concerns false guruhood, which is pretense about achievement, and claiming that you are um, more enlightened than than you actually are, and boasting about it. Uh, the second are lies designated to benefit oneself or to harm others. And, uh, the third concerns lies that are neither beneficial nor harmful. And then he goes on to talk about the results of, or the consequences, and not only are the consequences in this life, but... Um, there are consequences in other lives, subsequent lives. So he says, of the three results, the fully developed result is to be reborn as an animal. The corresponding result is that even should we be reborn human, one will be derided by others. The resulting influence is to have bad breath. The worst sin is to have slandered the Tathagata, or the Buddha, the historical Buddha, and then lied to one's guru. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what he means by this fully developed result and corresponding result and resulting influence. Um, then he goes on to talk about alienating speech is of three types, vehement, insinuated, and via third parties. And this involves uh, other forms of not telling the truth. Is uh, The first of these separates friends by direct slander. The second separates these through insinuations. The third separates friends through rumor. And of these uh, three types of result, the resulting, the fully developed result is to be reborn in hell. 
the corresponding result is that even if this one is reborn human, one will be separated from one's friends. The resulting influence is to be born in a place where the terrain is erratic and dangerous. The worst instance, instance among such alienating speech is the great sin of causing dissent among the Sangha. And finally, he talks about wounding speech is of three types, direct, insinuated, and via third parties. The first is to tell someone openly of their faults and weaknesses. The second means is to say nasty things relevant to someone in a half-disguised manner mingled with jest. The third is to reveal someone's faults or weaknesses to their friends and others. Of the three results, the fully developed truth is to be reborn in hell. The corresponding result is that even if one is reborn as a human, one will hear disturbing sounds and words. The resulting influence is to be reborn in a hot and arid place where there is much evil. The worst instance of wounding speech is to speak woundingly to one's father, mother, or to a realized being. Finally, there is useless speech is of three types. Deluded, useless speech, useless worldly chatter, and true but useless speech. The first concerns the formulae and recitation of mistaken beliefs. The second concerns silly talk, jokes, and so on. The third concerns attempts to explain dharma to those lacking respect for the proper state of mind. Of the three results, the fully developed result is to be, born, be reborn as an animal. The corresponding result is that even though one should reborn, be reborn human, one's, world, one's words will carry no weight. The corresponding influence is to be reborn in a place where the seasons are completely erratic. The worst instance, the most sinful sort of useless speech, is that which distracts those who are practicing dharma. So those are what Gempopa had to say about um, uh, not speaking uh, in a useful, helpful way. So um, we could have questions or comments.